Welcome to History and Mysteries. I'm your host, Regina Helton. If you are new to the podcast, History and Mysteries is a podcast where we talk about Southern tales. We is me. (laughs) Where we talk about Southern tales, Midwest mysteries, and listener-submitted stories. Uh, Some of these stories will be from my family collection of stories, and others are stories that I've researched. Each week, we'll dive into a new episode, and hopefully you enjoy them. If you want to support the podcast, uh, stick around after the episode, and uh, there's some information on how to do that. Thanks. Welcome, welcome. So, another episode and another week. And look at me. I'm on time. Um, So, today's episode is going to be just a little bit different. I thought I would take sort of a non-story approach today. Just a little bit more of my thoughts on some of the stories that have been told and just basically the not the purpose of the con- con- podcast. Wow, I couldn't say that. I started to say contest. The purpose of the podcast, um, but also just kind of the topic of the paranormal. So this is something I've really wanted to do is just Uh, Like I've said before, and I'll say it again, I want to have these like relaxed conversations uh, with whoever is out there listening, Uh, but also just some thought provoking conversation and conversation I know needs to be two ways, but uh, needs to be like a two way thing. There needs to be a person here, but no, I'm talking to myself, obviously, but hopefully this provokes you to have some thoughts about the paranormal, paranormal, I'm a mess today, and opens up your mind a little bit to, you know, the strange. So, welcome to History and Mysteries. So today's episode is basically a little step inside my mind. So when I think about, of course, these ghost stories are meant to um, sort of honor my family members and the art of just, you know, I don't know if I should say the art, but the process or the you know, the art of storytelling or of memories and events and things that have been passed down over the years. Basically just to keep those people and stories that have, you know, that have since passed alive. So yeah, a lot of what I'm doing here is a heartfelt passion project. um, But a lot of it is just my curiosity too. So I always say I love history. I love mystery. I love the paranormal. Uh, but I don't necessarily want to entertain it too much. So I do have a very healthy fear of the paranormal. I don't want to like invite ghosts into my life or anything like that. But I like to um, explore those curiosities. So when I think about ghosts, haunted places, um, these stories that, you know, go on like there's just so many ghost stories out there and so many people have had experiences and I I think I touched on this in the last podcast episode about the similarities in stories and I started noticing that especially the stories that came out of like um that came out of like you know Appalachia it's which I know I I think I (laughs) someone's gonna yell at me someday for saying Appalachia Appalachia I say Appalachia I know Um, But I think those stories, they all overlap in a way. There's these very 
you know, mar- prominent markers in these stories. And I, and I, like I said, I talked about this in the, in my previous episode, last week's episode, uh, about the man who could clock, stop a clock. That in all these stories, there are, the, there are these pieces that are overlapping. So it's something saying your name in the darkness. Uh, the man on the horse. Mysterious horse um, noises. Footprints. I start to say hoof prints. I am a mess today. I should start this podcast over, but this episode over. But I'm not going to because it's real and it's raw and I like it. So, um yeah, there's just these similarities. There's people on the side of the road, the ghost on the side of the road. These are classic ghost stories. But you also wonder, these are people having very similar experiences, so there has to be some truth to it. I mean, that is just what my mind says. How are so many shared experiences happening if there's no truth behind it? Okay, so my thoughts lately have been about the origins of ghost stories Um, but also just ghost as a whole. So like I said, I don't really like to entertain ghosts. Like I'm not going to go like ghost hunting or go into places and try to record or catch ghost activity. I already believe it's out there. I don't need to verify it. I do think it would be kind of fun to witness a ghost tour, like to see, to maybe be part of it, but not be the person who's like actively participating because I have that healthy level of fear. Um, But yeah, definitely, I believe that ghosts are real. And I believe that there's a respect that comes with that. Like, I don't want to disturb ghosts. But then I think, okay, all right, Regina, you're saying that you firmly believe that ghosts are real. All right, so if I believe that ghosts are real, how do I believe that someone becomes a ghost? And that's where I start to question my own um, belief system because... I know I believe um, in a higher power and, and, you know, sort of like when we, I don't want to bring, you know, religion into the podcast, but I believe in a higher power and I believe, you know, someday I'm hopefully going to go to heaven. So who are the people who are left behind? Like what, if what, if my belief system's true, then how do we get a ghost, right? Do you see where I'm going with this? Like how, how do we get a ghost? So I don't have an answer for that. And I think the world is mysterious, right? So I'm, I'm not going to get an answer to that. But I have some theories. So I wonder often, and this is based on an experience that I had, um, our ghost energy, perhaps. And you say that lots of times we hear that, you know, a, a place is haunted because it's had a violent past or something, you know, notable, something substantial has happened there. So I wonder sometimes in my mind when I'm thinking about the paranormal is our, if ghost, our ghost energy and if energy is essentially, I think of it like, and I know someone's going to school me on this, but I think of energy as an emotion, as energy in motion, right? So, um, or actually I messed this up. Okay, hold on. Let's let's back this up. Beep, beep, beep. I think of energy as emotion moving. Energy is emotion in motion. Like emotion is energy in motion. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I'm just a mess today. Um, so if we've got energy that's obviously moving, energy moves, right? Um, and we've got emotion that is creating energy, 
Perhaps ghosts are a full circle product. So we have emotion, energy, and motion. And let's just use an event that might produce um, an outcome that doesn't feel so good. Let's say someone's murdered or someone dies or something. We've got all this bad energy. So maybe the energy is something that goes full circle on a timeline. So let's say that I yell and my yell echoes, you know, over and over and over and over again until it finally stops. Maybe on this timeline, this past event is just circling around or all of that energy is just circling around back to this point in time. So what we're hearing is like an echo of the past. And when I think about this, I, I think of that movie Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. Um, is that what it's called? Someone correct me if I'm wrong. For some reason, that yeah, that just pops in my mind. But what maybe what we're hearing is an echo. An echo of an event that's went by, but we think it's a ghost. So I had this experience once that made me sort of have this little moment with myself. Um, I had a a cat once that lived in the house for about a year or so. And the cat did a few little things that just kind of annoyed me. I'm not a really great pet owner. Um, I just, I like my personal space and it's kind of hard for me to share that. So the cat would like jump up on the back of the chair and kind of get fur on me. And I know there's a pet person out there right now that's just like, oh, you're a terrible person. Um, but yeah, I didn't really like when the cat would like jump up on the chair and like get behind me. And I would always just kind of shoo her out of the way. Well, um, the cat ended up, I, I rehomed the cat to a, a, a owner who was fit for a cat that needed that much attention. And about, I don't know, maybe a few weeks later, it wasn't very long, I was sitting in the living room one night and I was leaned forward and I was like talking to, you know, someone in the room with me. And it was, it was dark. There was a fire going. It was just a really relaxed atmosphere. Everybody just chat, chit-chatting around. And as I was talking, I felt the cat jump on the chair behind me. And my initial reaction was to sort of put my hand back there to like kind of shoo her away. And it was a built-in reaction from, you know, living with the cat for that period of time. And then I realized there's no cat here. Like there's no, there's not even a pet in this house. And I thought to myself, am I experiencing an echo of the past? Like a little bit of her energy is still here, you know, maybe from a past timeline. I don't know. So my mind gets stuck on this. It's like, okay, so we believe in, I shouldn't say we, some of us people believe in timelines or other dimensions. Um, So I think, what if we are experiencing an overlap in in dimensions? Like, let's imagine a veil. Is the veil thin? So one of my family members, um, we talk about paranormal stuff sometimes, and she believes that, um, that I am someone who has sort of a thin veil between them and, like, spirit world, because I have had so many experiences in my life, and... 
things that are just really hard to explain, but also my intuition is really good. My gut, um, that gut feeling is really um, pretty accurate in me. And I can just sort of sense things. I'm not out here trying to contact the dead, but I can just sense sometimes that something isn't right or there's something there. And it's something that I've been able to do since I was a a very young child, but I didn't like it or necessarily want to like grow that skill or anything like that. It's just something I kind of live with, right? So she described it as this veil between me and the spirit world. So that made me think, Maybe there's this veil, I'm using that word, or this thin space between other dimensions. And maybe ghosts are just people crossing into our dimension. I don't know. Uh, But then it's like, okay, well, how do we explain ghosts that are very, like, time period accurate? Or the ghost of loved ones? Um, Things that are familiar. And with my religious belief system, I sometimes wonder if those are good or bad spirits when... Something is sort of behaving as a loved one or or something like that. And I have not had any experiences necessarily, maybe a few small things where I felt like I could sense the presence of a loved one, uh, but not, not enough to be, I mean, maybe I could talk about it a little bit in another episode, but not enough for me to think that there would be any kind of accurate crossover from the great beyond with a loved one um so with that said it takes me right back to my original question what is a ghost and i don't know i'm back to i do not know but i like to speculate so could it be could it really be a loved one or a someone from the past just hanging around Is there a time period? I think in the movie Beetlejuice, remember when they were like in the waiting room to get into the afterlife, I think, or to see their like afterlife advisor. I think that's what it was called. Maybe there's a period of time where you're in between whatever comes in this life next in the afterlife and your old life. I don't know. Or maybe it's an overlap of timelines. It's Two dimensions pushing together. I I don't 100% know, but I do think there's something out there. Maybe we're not meant to completely understand it, and that's okay with me. Like I said, I'm not going to go hunt for ghosts or anything, but um, I have been in places where I'm like, I feel like something's off here. I've been in hotels or houses or um, outdoor places like, you know, visiting places where I can just tell the vibe is not right. Like something is there, something bigger than me. Um, There's been times that I've been home um, and, you know, different homes that I've lived in and I could just feel that something was not right. And I'm actually going to do an episode about one of the houses that I lived in where I could just tell something was not right. And I can usually tell what type of spirit I think it is, whether it's a man or a woman or, or something like that. So if you can feel that type of distinction in the ghost, then perhaps it really is just someone lingering around in this life before they cross over into the next. It's fascinating to think about. Or are they spirits pretending to be something notable? Is it all just a sort of like a great show in the background? These are actually spirits that we don't want to mess with. Maybe they're bad spirits. 
um, just pretending to be notable figures from the past, whether it be, you know, a, a soldier in a historical location or someone thinking their grandmother's visiting them. I don't know. Uh, but I don't think that every interaction um, is a bad one. So there's some people who've had really good and positive ghost interactions. And most of the stories that I'm going to tell are, um, there's one I think that's silly about the talking dog, but most of them are negative in nature that people were afraid. So let's say that you have an experience with a ghost and it was a positive experience. Then it's not, you know, what's going to lead your mind to think it's a negative spirit that interacted with you. Or maybe the negative spirit is meant to look like a good spirit. So you will interact with it. There are just so many layers to this ghost cake. You could just keep going and just go and go and go until you have talked yourself exhausted. And that's kind of what I do in my mind when I think about it. I'm just like, I know ghosts are real. I'm pretty sure they are. It sure seems like they are. And so many people that I know have had a ghostly encounter of some kind, whether it be someone in their family or someone directly. Some of these experiences just overlap to the point that you're like, either this is just a big game of phone, you know, telephone, and just little pieces are getting added on. Or there's some truth here to what's, you know, happening. And I think the similarities are just, you know, even, and that's something that didn't really pop into my head until I started this podcast. And when I started talking about these stories out loud, instead of just listening to them, I was like, whoa, the similarities are pretty big. And... Sometimes those similarities are happening in the same place, um, similar stories, but a lot of them are totally different years, people, um, ages, you know, places, right? So I think I'm going to do another episode on just um, sort of these Appalachian stories, but for now, I think if I look at ghost stories as a whole, I can see enough similarities across stories that I have read, heard, been told, watched on TV, you know, documentaries or whatever, that there's some truth there. People experience something that they cannot explain. But what is it and where is it coming from? So this would be something that would just be really fun um, to interview someone and just kind of have compare experiences or something. I hope that's something I can do soon on the podcast is have a guest or have some user submit or reader, viewer, listener. I guess that's the word listener. Uh, some listener submitted stories to sort of dive into to see if I can get even more of these overlap in, in, uh, in experiences. So there you have it. It's a little dip inside my mind. Ghosts are real. I don't know what they are. I know I don't want to like hang out with them or communicate with them or ask them to communicate with me. If they're present somewhere that I'm at, I'm going to coexist with them um, until I can move or get away from them or something. But uh, I want to just appreciate. I have a healthy appreciation of the paranormal. I don't have 
some solid need to go chase it down and ask them as goes questions. I just respect their, their story. I respect the stories. And I just love that bridge between history and mystery too. So like historical places and hauntings and uh, notable events or things like that. And just um, sort of that legacy that they leave behind that has that haunted mystery to it. And I think one of the reasons I'm so um, kind of fired up right now enough that I wanted to do an episode is because we're about to enter spooky season. It is nearing the end of July and fall will be entering the chat, so to speak, and the air gets crisp and the leaves are falling and turning and it's crunchy outside, you know, the leaves are on the ground and the air starts smelling like, um, like at least in this part of the country where I live, um, people have fires going and it just has this really cozy feeling and that is the time, then of course Halloween's coming, and that is the time that I am like, I gotta tell a story. I have I have to watch some ghost stories or tell a ghost story. So, I think this fall will be fun with the podcast. So yeah, what do you think ghosts are? Until next time, see ya. I'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are enjoying the History and Mysteries podcast, which I really, truly hope you are, there are multiple ways for you to show your support of the show. You can go to the website, historyandmysteries.com. This is where all the episodes live at, and you can listen to them as many times as you want, or share them with a friend. Word of mouth is powerful, and if there's anyone that you know who you think would enjoy the stories uh, being told, please spread the word. Also, while you're on the History and Mysteries website, historyandmysteries.com, you'll also see a button that will allow you to make a donation to the show starting at $3 a month. This is another way for you to show your support, and any donation uh, helps to improve the quality of the show. So I would truly appreciate that. If you want to follow along on Instagram, you can head on over to History and Mysteries, that's the username, and you can stay in touch there. Once again, thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next time. Thanks.